0: Hello, welcome. Um, today, I want to talk about something that has been in my spirit for some time. This is something that the Holy Spirit has been trying to reveal to me in my recent Bible studies. Um, so recently, I've been studying the Book of Luke, and um, I began to see Jesus in a new light, which is. Try to. I began to understand a bit more the purpose of his coming. You know, one of the things the Holy Spirit tried to show to me is not to reveal to me about you know the life of Jesus. Is yes, apart from showing us um, coming to die to reconcile us back, he also showed me that Jesus went through a painstaking process of trying to explain what that process of reconciliation is like and he did that in so many parables and one of the most interesting parables he used to explain that was the parable of the lost son the story of the lost son um i particularly took an interest to it because of um how i saw you know the message blending and um i saw that um the narrative from 11 to about, you know, 20. years you know, was 24. Was very, very profound. What do I mean? Um, you could see that from the verse previous, prior to that, Jesus was talking about the fact that a party is thrown in heaven every time his soul is saved, and he used the simplest way he could explain it, which was in the parable of the lost son, to explain it to us. And I believe that there are so many significant lessons that can be learned from them. First off, um, it's very obvious. You start to see that virtually, you know, the beginning of that story explains how um, mankind being endowed and blessed with the beautiful gifts and, um, you know, inheritance that they have, still at a point, you know, decided that he was better off outside of all that. He wanted to be himself, be his own person and do things on his own terms outside his father, you know, and that kind of explains how mankind is because, you know, we were blessed and put in a garden that was blessed and we were, you know um giving dominion but we still wanted to do things in our own terms and so god led us to go and live in our own terms where he was not the provider to see how we would do our things he He, although he cost us but he clothed our nakedness he gave us you know something that can help us he gave us the ability to be able to work and get what we want you know from hard work as opposed to the natural blessings that came to us okay and the truth of the matter is a lot of us a lot of us when we are having that identity crisis we go out on our own and we're trying to discover what works for us what can be ours when we are going through this identity crisis Oftentimes, we begin to see that um, the least desirable thing, you know, in, in front of us becomes the best thing at the time. Because, you know, when we are out of everything that, out of everything God has said we are, and everything He has called us to be, we are living a, a shadow of who you are and who you are meant to be. And if you're living in that kind of shadow, you know, you would definitely consider even the least thing as the most profitable thing, you know, the best thing. And for me, the Spirit of God, you know, explained that um, that when you begin to see the least desirable thing as the best for you, it's a sign that you have gone far away from God, you know, because that was what happened in the story of the prodigal son when he went and spent all what he had he used up all his resources and realized that he finished and then he began to beg for bread there was famine and when the famine came nothing could have prepared him for the famine famine even if he spent the money wisely he invested at some point he would use the money and it to finish so nothing would have prepared him for that famine and most times, a lot of us go through that as children of, of his. We go through that stage in our lives where um, it seems like the world is taking the the, 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 the the most of us, and we are drained. And oftentimes, if you if you don't have, if you're not connected to the source, you will be drained to the point where you begin to see things that are not necessarily, you know, God's standard for you as something you do. An example. Is the idea where you know you are because you are you don't you are not claiming your inheritance in Christ, you begin to accept the ideology of or you, you gotta fake it to make it, you know. And whereas that's not what God says, you know. And because God says you are an original, He says you are fearfully and wonderfully made, you are, you are His creation, He made you for His pleasure, but because you decided to adopt the reality of. The, um, ideology of we gotta fake it to make it you become someone else and of course it doesn't have a good effect because even if you end up having everything you have you know you would have sacrificed so much you'd have gone so far away from your true self to be able to get those things that you you know thought you needed okay and and this is really important because we're gonna get to a point There was a turning point in the story of the of the of the prodigal son which for me was profound it was at the point where he got he know he got to that point where he was contemplating eating the food for pigs and and something happened something did happen what happened happened I'll tell you what happened the Bible records it here in the book of in verse 17 that that brought him to his senses he said all those farmlands working for my farm hands sorry working for my father sit down to three meals a day and here I am starving to death he realized something he came to his senses let me tell you what that you know st- what that means the senses he came into did not just happen you know start physically he didn't just wake up and walk start walking back to his father's house something first started he started from his heart in his heart he knew that this was the wrong place he was in the wrong place at the, at the right time he knew that he had gone he realized in his heart that he had gone far away And the only thing that can bring someone to that point where they realize is mercy, is God's mercy. Because there are so many people who are languishing in problems, are lost, have gone so far away. And they still don't understand that it's in the heart that it starts from. Some of them even, you know, decided they because they didn't do it the right way, they ended up still lost. So some people, they realize they're in problems and then the next thing they do is they just come to church. There is no repentance in their heart to you know, admit and realize that there's something wrong somewhere within their minds that needs correction. They need to accept that this person they're coming to can save them, not necessarily give them food to eat. So that's why I said there was something profound that happened. He came to his senses. He realized that he is... He had, he lost that he had, um, he traded the the ability to live like a king, you know, and and he, and here he is in it in a faraway land, living like a pauper. So he realized that. Then he, you know, it then happened. He went into his mind, then went to his heart, and in his heart he knew that yes, he had made a mistake. Then he did the next thing, which was he confessed with his mouth. He said. I will say to him, Father, I've sinned against God. I've sinned before you. I don't deserve to be called your son. Take me on as a hired hand. And he got right up and went home to his father. So let me tell you what, that hap- what happens at that point. At that point, he has come to his senses. He has realized that he you know, he has made a mistake and he, he seeks for forgiveness. But in his mind, The ideologies of his mind the way of his thinking had not been fully flushed out and that was why he thought that if he went back the highest his father could give him was the the role of a hired help and not his son and and that is what happens when we feed our mind with so much junk and we stray away from who God has said we are you see when Adam sinned and he was cast out of the garden he was god never took away his status as him being a bit higher than angels he was still a bit higher than angels god gave him still maintained that status the only thing that happened was in in the mind of adam he saw himself as a lesser being he saw himself as a lesser being But even though God cursed him, God did not demote him to below angels. He could still command angels. He could still do so many things if he realized. If he came to his senses and realized. And that's why a lot of us today, if you're listening and you've gone, wandered away, you have gone deep into things, you know that you can't even voice out to people. You can't tell anybody that you're involved in this you're listening you're probably listening to me you've gone deep into the act of, of sexual uh, desires and fulfilling sexual loss and perversion you know it started from you watching the point from your friends here and there then it went to you having sex and then you realize that you having sex is not even enough you now go to places where you know sex is like the order of the day you're going to brothels, strip joints trying to satisfy this sexual hunger within you that you probably realize can never be quenched and you've gone so far but you don't know how to get back i want to tell you today that The mercy of God is locating you now because you even coming across this is a sign that God has planned for you. So what next? You realize that God has... Um, extended his arms of mercy to you today that is why you're hearing this what do you do well do what the prodigal son did he the bible says as soon as he realized that he could, he had sinned and he said he would ask his father to um you know take him as a hired hand the bible says he got right up and went home to his father so i want to admonish you today why don't you get up right now and begin to make your way back? The way back to him is not hard at all. It's so simple. You just have to follow the light. Follow the light. There is a light that is beckoning to you right now in your heart, beckoning to you in your spirit. A light that you recognize is is beating with life and can rejuvenate your dead spiritual spiritually dead self follow that light today and do the right thing surrender your life to jesus now if you are listening to this and you have not yet surrendered your life to jesus i want you to pray with you and i want you to just say lord i have that i'm a sinner i'm here today i know your mercy brought me here lord i'm sorry for all the things i've done in every way i've hurt your feelings in every way i've made you sad in every way i've disappointed you i'm sorry make my life new again i'm walking back to you please lord meet me halfway amen i rejoice with you if you took that prayer right now because that means you started the journey you've already done what you've confessed And now you are beginning to take that journey back to God. And like I said, if you follow the light, you will find your way back home. And if you're here what about if you're here and you're listening and you've actually given your life to Christ, you're you're already in the Father's house. And like the prodigal son, you decided to stray away for a while and you've realized that you hit a dead end. You are making so many bad choices from one bad choice to another to another to another you're just making bad choices every time everywhere you turn to but you're tired you want to stop you want to take the step back you want to make the right choice today let me tell you that the right choice today is to get up and walk back to him follow the light and so if you are listening to this and want to take that walk back to him like the prodigal son. Just to say the words that he said, the prodigal son said. He said, Father, I've sinned against God. I've sinned against you. I don't deserve to be called your child. Just take me. Take me. Take me, Lord. Because I, I, I need your mercy. Take me back. And I promise you, That God will move in you, through you, with you and begin to show you things that you don't know. This series continues in the next part. But before then, if you are blessed by this, please drop a comment below. Drop a comment. And most importantly, share this with your friends. Share this with your friends. If you want to preach the gospel and you don't know how to talk to them, Share this with your friends because they need to hear this. God bless you, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.